Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring Good Morning Amigo. Good morning, amigo. Sounds so much better when it's live. Good morning, sunshine. Good morning, everybody. It's 28 July, 2020. What a decade it has been. Oh, boy. You're listening to Good Morning Amigo. Slam Radio, Sirius XM 145, or Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. However you like to position it, it's all good. And we're all good till 11 o'clock in the morning with my sidekick, Frank the Tank. What's up, Frankie? Que hola, amigo. Okay, bro. Everything good? Uh, at least with us. Now, with the Marlins? Uh, well, not so good. You know what I mean, Jelly Bean? Yeah, it's, um, it's, 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 it's what everything feared, and everyone feared, and this kind of puts a scare for sports going forward. All of a sudden, now the Marlins are in the talk of the conversation. They're the, they're, they are the talk, and they are the conversation. Nobody was even paying attention to what was going on in the games yesterday because everybody was just talking about coronavirus, coronavirus, and the Marlins, and this and that, and it doesn't help that we're already being looked as the epicenter of the coronavirus, and now the Marlins, the baseball team, is the epicenter of the coronavirus. At least in Major League Baseball it is. And for that matter, all the sports. I don't think any sports team got hit like this. <sighs> yeah, pretty weird. Uh, but it's according to Rob Manfred, he says it's manageable. Not sure what that means. Don't understand, don't get it, no say K. I think that was just talk, bro. You know, Manfred does just talks out of his butt sometimes. And I think that was just one of those scenarios. Do. All these commissioners do. Yeah, so I don't know how this is a manageable um, situation. They're going to test everybody again today, and then depending on how it goes, they're planning on jumping back on board and starting tomorrow in Baltimore. So that's it. Today's game has been postponed as well, so there's no games. So what's going on with the Yankees-Phillies? I have no idea. The Yankees were smart. They're like, yo, we don't even want to step foot in that ballpark. Yeah, no need. No need at this point. Here's what's funny to me, though. They're going to retest people they could play tomorrow? Like, I, I'm, I'm trying to understand it. How does that? How does two days become 14 days or 14 days become two days? I mean, you got to expect a lot of minor leaguers that get pull, um, brought up because that's the only way the Marlins are going to be able to continue. There's no way that the Marlins are all of a sudden going to be able to take a two-week break and miss two weeks of games. That's a lot of L's for that. That's it. The season's over. Season's too short to afford two weeks of L's. So oh, yeah, the only yeah, way yeah. they got to do they got it, they got a good system and with their triple-A players, a lot, a lot of players they considered bringing up even this season. So now it's time to bring those guys up to fill in those gaps until these guys come back and they're healthy and ready to play. And, of course, when you're in first place going into August, you know, you have to put, uh, you have to put everything in order of course, to try to win the championship. That was the easy tweet the other day by the Marlins. Like, that was funny. It's uh, late July and the Marlins are, atop of the, or are lonely in the top of the NL East. Well, that's not a lie. It's not a lie. I mean, no, it's not a lie, but come on, guys. We're one weekend into the season. I mean, they played great, but then the, then again, what does that say about the Phillies? We don't know who the Phillies are. It was a lot of offense by the Marlins. So I think it's called a taxi squad, right? But they're going to have people who are going to jump in and play and be major leaguers if they play a game tomorrow and they weren't major leaguers today. Right. Uh what I worry about is if the Marlins are affected, there's a trickle into the league that could affect all of Major League Baseball. Correct. I think the next 48 hours are kind of important for this. Oh, boy. So everybody awaits the results from the Phillies, tests, and their stadium personnel, as well as the umpiring crews to see what came from that. I'm expecting bad news from that. 
Am I being negative? I'm expecting horrible news from that. From the Phillies tests? Yeah. Some Phillies players will have it. Oh, I, I 100% At least one umpire some bad news from it. that because oh, yeah. they were in con- – in one way or another, some players made contact with others. And if the wrong players made contact and all of a sudden they went to the clubhouse, then that spreads very quickly, obviously. It went from one player to two players to seven to eight players and coaches. So 14 now in total. Wow, this is terrible. Terrible, terrible indeed. So much to talk about in the world of sports. Good morning, Sunshine. How are you? Good morning. Everything good? Everything good. You? Uh, doing good. Not too bad. Keeping things in order here as we talk sports. It's funny to talk sports again. Um, I will not miss the opportunity, as I do every morning when there's a real season, to run down the games in Major League Baseball last night, 27 July 2020, and we start off in the West Coast where your Oakland I threw a curveball, didn't I? That's a good one, though. I, I got to keep you on your toes. There it is. Your Oakland A's, apparently you are, you have the Midas touch. Oakland A's shut out the Angels 3-0 last night. Holy mackerel, they're first place. Beautiful stuff. In other, uh, in other games around the big leagues, Padres over the Diamondbacks 6-2. They go to 3-1. Blue Jays on top of the world champion Nationals 4-1. That's now 1-3 on the season. Cubbies on top of the Reds, 8-7. Cubbies move to 3-1. So do the Tampa Bay Rays, 14-5. They beat the Atlanta Braves. In extra innings, the Brewers dispatched the Pirates, 6-5. Took them 11 to do so. Royals on top of the Tigers, 14-6. Astros over the Mariners, 8-5. They move to 3-1. Mets over the Bo Sox, 7-4. And then, of course, there were some games that were called, too. Because of the obvious story with coronavirus, White Sox and Indians postponed by rain. They'll play a Twinkie, I believe, today. Those are your games yesterday in Major League Baseball. I'm going to stay optimistic that we're going to be doing this each and every morning. Hope so. If not, you know, at the end of this week, we always have basketball to talk about. We always talk about the office. I'm like... Midway through the fifth season. I'm like, totally. I totally blew you away. All right. So right now I'm pretty much where uh, Michael just did the Survivor thing. So they had like the birthday uh-huh. thing going on in the office. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, it gets good. This is much better than it was season one. There's no doubt this gets better and better and yes, it's funnier. One, now, look, now going into season four, now being in season four, yes, season one started off very slow. But now that we know all the characters, we know their personalities, it's gotten quite good. I love this. I'm enjoying it. So I, I take in two or three episodes a night. Wow. Uh, I think last night I took in like four. That's what she said. It goes, ah! It's very funny. <laughs> Give yourself the whistle. That's fine. But the streak continues, which is what I enjoy. As long as the streak <laughs> continues, I can go for four. Uh, <laughs> but as long as you go, as long as we don't go hitless as a team, we're fine. He ruined $4 million for Jan. Oh, man. <laughs> that was so bad. He, he he was doing great until he decided to slip in the joke of that's what she said. Oh, he was just saying a joke. Yeah, so she was under you. you. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes and looks around like this. <laughs> I can't deal with that show. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. Uh, in other sports news, regrettably, former 49ers 
defensive player Dana Stubblefield uh, was found guilty of rape in a Santa Clara County court on Monday. A nine-month trial, it was five years after it, Stubblefield could face 15 years to life in prison. Apparently he lured, prosecutors say he lured the then 31-year-old woman who has developmental disabilities, Lord have mercy, to his home under the pretense of a babysitting job. And then he uh, found him guilty of rape by force and other stuff that I'm not going to say on the air. They did acquit him of raping a person incapable of giving consent. Not really sure what that means. Um, but he is uh, hes in a world of caca because of this. After he finished with her, he gave her $80 and let her go. Wow. He's had issues with the law before. In 2009, he was found, uh, he pleaded guilty, actually, to lying to federal officials who were investigating a performance-enhancing drug ring catering to professional athletes. He was sentenced to probation once he cooperated with investigators. And in the following year, he was sentenced to 90 days, 90 days in jail after pleading guilty to stealing his former girlfriend's mail by submitting a fraudulent change of address for her to the U.S. Post Office. This guy is an upstanding citizen, isn't he? Sounds like it. Sounds like a role model. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. That's a scary thought. De madre. And the NBA uh, treading along just fine, um, doing what they've got to do. They get started, I guess, Frank. Don't games start like a couple games on Thursday? And Thursday. Utah going. at New Orleans. It's at the same damn place. But Clippers playing the Lakers, not at the Staples Center, but in the same damn place too. Those are the two opening games on Thursday, which should be fun to watch. I'll stay up for the L.A. games. <laughs> Good luck. It's a 9 p.m. start. It's not even that late. Oh, okay. It isn't that late. Well, then again, you're right because <laughs> I'm thinking L.A. at L.A. and then I'm thinking at a 10.35 start. This is Orlando's time. It's going to so. be a great fan duel day on Thursday. Two games. Rock it. Put in my lineups early. Um, somebody's offering some sort of – I think they put like some sort of uh, amount in everybody's thing or whatever. I oh, no, no, they upped me. I had some loot in there that I had won, and then all of a sudden I see yeah, it. There's so more loot in there. I'm yeah. like, okay, well, now I got to play. FanDuel, and everybody that had an existing account, they put extra money in there. Yeah, it's incredible. I didn't, like, it was like 10 bucks, but I was like, well, yeah, was I don't 10. usually, I don't play very high. So, well, like, something they did, like a COVID relief kind of deal. Mm, yeah, I don't, like, I'll, I'll deposit 20 bucks, and it'll last me a year, because I don't. I'll take a couple of games and then I'll wait two weeks and all that. Like if it illuminates and opens, and then I have a friend of mine. And when we get together for coffee, we'll talk about it. So that day I'll put usually five in or something. But he makes fun of me because like that's me rolling the dice and being a gambler. I put five dollars on on Fanduel, and then you see me monitoring the damn phone to see if I won eight bucks back or something. I'm silly like that. Eh, it keeps me entertained, I guess. I'm a simple man of simple needs. Come back from break. Those needs are to not talk politics, to talk more sports. Frank, um, for giggles, I'm just throwing this out there. If I were to say to you, Frank, I need a favor. Before you know what the favor is, you would say, what? Sure, what's it, what is it? Wouldn't you say, what do you need? Yeah, what do you need? Would you say sure first, or would you say oh, what, what do you need? need? 
Brianna, if they did that to you, not me, because me, you're going to say sure. Well, your son asked me yesterday, and I said, what's up? Would you commit immediately, or would you find a way to ask first before you commit? No, you got to ask first. I guess it's a flaw that I have, huh? Why? Because I usually say yes first. Oh, Come on, you've known me a long enough time. What are you acting surprised about this? Let's be honest. All right. Nine out of ten times I say yes and then figure out, uh-oh. That's why you can't say yes first. Well, I said yes to something that happened yesterday. I'm going to come back from break. I'm going to tease a little bit about what that means for this radio station because things are happening. And I tend to make that mistake. Uh-oh. But this time it wasn't a mistake. This time I went with a gut. I'm like, all right, I took a meeting that I had no idea what I was peaking mm-hmm. and even ask myself why did i take this meeting again happy i did um it's always good to finally get the attention that we deserve as a radio station mm-hmm. and it's been tough to get that out there but if you if you can partner up with a major media source wouldn't you do so frank oh hell yeah okay so i'm not allowed to say who the media source is but i'll just leave it at that I took a meeting with a media source wondering, what is this for? And what's going to come from it is just beautiful. We're making this radio station sound like a real deal here, brother. You and I, and, and of course, Brianna is our technical director, and Amanda will be in a little bit later, our program director, kind of the voice, imaging voice of the station now. I never thought she would take that role. You weren't allowed to let that secret out of the bag. Which one? That she's the voice. doesn't matter. It was somebody that we hired from Indiana. Yeah. Whatever, she doesn't sound very Indiana. I'm sorry. She, work, she works on a farm. She's not a farm girl either. It doesn't sound like it. <laughs> so, uh, plus, everybody knows her voice. I got, you got to give it up. But it's fine. Um, yeah, man, I'm a little excited. I'm a little excited. We're going to start getting actually legit around here, bro. That means getting, you know, once this COVID thing's out of our way. What 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 day is election day? Is it the sixth? Isn't it the fourth? Is it the fourth this year? Fourth or the fifth, something like that. Oh, because it's a Tuesday, right? Well, the fa- that Wednesday it'll start dramatically going away as per v-, v for vendetta. Yes, that's uh that's what I had told you. Yeah. So Tuesday I didn't believe Thursday. you at first. I'm I'm convinced that by the fourth. Tuesday's the third. Yeah. By the fifth or sixth, we're gonna be great. Miraculously, the vaccine's gonna start working. Oh no, no you'll see. It's gonna go away the fifth because that's when vendetta said. Remember, remember the fifth of November. Was that how it was in that movie? Are you serious? Because uh-huh. I'm just going what you told me. I still have yet to see it. Remember, remember the 5th of November. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> that's nuts. That's nuts. So, yeah, man, we're pretty excited about what's going on around these places, around these parts. Thank you. I always like that. Uh-huh. He likes that sound. He didn't think I remembered where that sound was from the other day. That was great. It took you a minute. No, I had it. You thought I, about it. You, you broke but it I down. thought about it. I just didn't want to make the mistake. You but immediately it. I was like, oh, I know where that's from. And you then broke it down and then you said it. Yeah, and I was happy because you said the right movie. Yes. I like that. I go, sounds like an 80s movie. And da, 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 yeah. Which it was. All right, we'll come back from break. Um, do we have the latest Kanye update? No, but or, I can or, figure out what or it am is. I, or am I trolling him at this point? No, no, we, we have to continue this. I'm not trolling him, no, right? No, 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 we got to keep going. And if you are, we got to keep going. But this is not trolling, is it? Like, I don't... We got to we gotta laugh at something. <laughs> <laughs> He's easy to make fun of, is he not? 
Yeah, he's oh, he's, he's, he's putting he's himself out there, bro. Like, if you put yourself out there the way he puts himself out there, then you're, it's fair game, isn't it? It's fair game. He's burnt to a crisp, that guy, bro. It's hard. It's hard to take him seriously, honestly. It's difficult. <laughs> I love it, bro. I don't wish for his demise. I just, you know, at some point, I want to be understood as someone who is doing the work of, you know, the work of the common people. You and I, Frank, we are the Robin Hoods of the industry. We wear feathered caps. I hope not, because we would look really strange. But and those tights, nah, no. No, I'm not doing the tights. I got my thighs are too thick. My ass is too big. It's not working. I pass. I'm not doing that crap. Maybe Jason. Jason could do. He could. Jason could rock the tights, be flying around like Robin and smell good and emanate the smell over the over wherever he flies. Jason would be the perfect. Robin Hood doesn't fly, does he? Would you wear one of those chastity belts? Why are we talking about chastity belts? <laughs> I confuse Robin Hood for Twinkle or whatever his name is, or Tinkerbell. Who's the one that flies around? Is it Robin Hood who flies around? No, you know, fly Peter around. Pan. Peter bro. Pan. That's the one I got confused you, with. You, you, you how did I get confused with Peter cap. Pan? Well, the feather cap, whatever. Uh, shows you how much I love Disney. Says nobody. I can't stand that bird. Robin Hood. I mean, sorry. Uh, um, Robin Williams played a good uh, Peter Pan. Yes, he did. Goat. It's fantastic. <sighs> All right, we'll come back for you. I'll, I'll make a little fun of him. If, if you want me to, if not, I'll, I'll lay off of him. You know, I don't want anyone thinking. I don't want CV getting mad at me because, you know, I'm going at his guy. No, no, no. Keep your, keep your pedal on that, on, that, uh, on that accelerator. Keep it rolling. Call this place a prison. Stupid. Dummy. I'm sorry, honey, for airing out a business on Twitter. I just wanted to get more people to find out and buy my album. Well, he sucks. That's terrible. Am I allowed to rag on him or am I going to get in trouble for that too? Have I stopped you? No, but I get in trouble all the time for opening up my mouth. Who gets you in trouble? Because I haven't told you. My mouth gets me in trouble because all I do is talk a lot of crap when I get mad at people like this. So what? Who comes at you? sucks. I don't go mad at you. Who comes at you? I get get told things. Ah, Who cares? Keep it rolling. That means people are listening. Tell them it's radio. I got to do whatever I got to do to be on radio. It's just, I could be boring or I could say those things. By the way, shout out to my Oakland A's fan base. Thank you. Thank you for the welcome. Yeah, it really... That tweet blew up. I got like how so many the, likes. How the hell did you do that? I how, have no idea. How did you manage that one? My boy Brian retweeted it, and all of a sudden it just started picking up. You know how like when other people like stuff and then it shows up on other people's timeline? It had to be something like that. I just kept on getting likes. People were sending me gifs of, oh, welcome, and this and that. It was phenomenal. I felt super welcomed. Never felt so welcomed into a fan base in my entire life. I just ordered my uh, my Oakland A's. No, you didn't. Please did. tell me you did I ordered it last night. It should be coming in prime. You ordered... You did not order an Oakland A's cap. I think I'm going to die laughing if you did. I absolutely did. Frank, what is your problem, dude? You ordered an A's hat? Are you serious? Let's be straight up. It's in my checkout bag because I'm waiting for payday two days from now. So then that's when I click buy. So you're about to order it. Oh, yeah. So I can talk you out of it still. No, no, no. It's already in the, it's already in the, what's it called? The shopping cart. I can talk you out of it. I'm good at talking. It's in the shopping cart waiting to be put in the bag. Okay. I still can talk you out of it. No, nah, bro, I'm buying the hat. Why would you do that? Because I'm an Oakland A's fan this year. But, but I thought, okay, so I thought it was all radio shtick. No, 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 no. Okay, this so is, now it's over. Okay, radio shtick, radio, radio shtick. What I talk over. about on the show, what I talk about on the show is real. There's no radio shtick. What so are you talking about, bro? But, radio shtick, need radio shtick. Radio shtick is you with your New Orleans Saints. Oh, I'm a fan, I'm a fan. It lasted five and a half seconds. Okay. This is real, bro. You hear me, sweet? You didn't see my tweets last night? 
Look at first inning. Oh, 3-0. My team is up 3-0. And then all of a sudden, oh, I see you. I see you, Oakland. Closing it out. Then they won. And then I turned to the Cubs game. Cubs jump out to a 4-0 lead. Super excited. Then it turned into cardiac Cubs because before you know it, it was 7-0. Turned it on. 8-7. They ended up winning the game. Like, Jesus. Almost went for the hat trick yesterday with the Marlins, but unfortunately, they're, they're in that. Marlins didn't play. Right. So, a two for two, not bad. You're an interesting soul. You know that? That's what my wife says. So, now all of a sudden, you're an A's fan. All of a sudden, yeah. No doubt, bro. Oakland A's. Shout out to my Oakland fans. Rooted in Oakland. So, then you make fun of me with my New Orleans Saints thing. But you didn't commit to it. I didn't. I didn't go out and buy a hat. Because you didn't commit to it. Because it was radio. I'm showing my loyalty to the Oakland fans. All right. I'm, I'm, we've got this. You got it there, technical director. This is what I wanted to hear. We have enough there to do a little thing. little thing. We cut it up and do a little thing. You walked into that trap. Why? We come back from break. We'll Three change one. gears. Oh, that's it. I got, one. I got you. I got you at this point. My two teams combined. Actually, my three teams. Eight and two. All right. Sorry, eight and three. Hmm. Not bad. Grace 2020 for me. <laughs> MLB is back, baby. Oh, uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> we'll be back on the other side. Thank you very much. I got a hit. <laughs> Pete Rose continues That's with a hit. Well base hit. Good yeah. job. <laughs> Good job. Back on the other side. Good morning, amigo. Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. This is Jarvis Landry, and you're listening to Slam Radio. And now we're back with Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. We call it a uh, short segment because I have to make fun of this dude. Frank, do you hear about the guy who got arrested yesterday? Of course, always a Florida man. Never fails. I guess you're going to have to be more descriptive. And, of course, he's from Miami, no less. Arrested on allegations he used COVID relief funds to buy a Lamborghini. Submitted fraudulent loan applications for as much as $13.5 million in Paycheck Protection Program Relief through applications through an insured financial institution on behalf of different companies. Allegedly then used those funds within days to buy a 2020 Lamborghini worth $318,000. According to authorities, it came to light that Hines did not issue payroll payments as he claimed on his loan applications, instead making purchases at luxury retailers and resorts in Miami Beach. Authorities say they've seized the sports car and $3.4 million from bank accounts. Hmm. Hmm. David Hines is being charged with one count of bank fraud, one count of making false statements to a financial institution, and one count of engaging in transactions and unlawful proceeds. Sounds like a friend. Oh, that guy's fantastic. Nevin Shapiro? That guy's fantastic on so many levels. Name Nevin? No. I'm thinking idiot, more like that's the one that makes more sense. So we do. Speaking of idiots, we do have a Kanye discussion. 
Kanye update. We do have a Kanye. We have a Kanye update. Are we gonna have like sounds for this? Yeah, I'm gonna have to find something. Like maybe maybe the intro of Gold Digger, since we don't have to pay him for it. <laughs> like you can just uh, you can do that, and that just that in itself. I don't think we have to pay him for that. Not if it's quick. Uh-huh. So anyway, so yesterday, uh, Kim Kardashian broke down in tears as she met Kanye in West. Uh, sorry, met Kanye West in Wyoming for uh, marriage crisis talks. After the entire rant that he went on last week, um, he um, in those rants he had mentioned that um, he had accused Kim of having an affair with Meek Mill because she was, and said she was out of line for meeting the rapper at a hotel in Los Angeles. Um, also, had said that he had been trying to get divorced from King, uh, Kim since that 2018 meeting. Um, so they met in Wyoming, and apparently she got caught crying in pictures. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So. Apparently, there's some crisis talks there, so maybe he's trying to get out of it. He doesn't want that, that uh, what, do you, what do you call it, the Kardashian curse? Curse, I know, 100%. He's lasted the longest, sitting in credit. But you know the irony is, one of the pictures, he's looking dead into the camera. For the, dead, the guy doesn't like to get, you know, can't take a video of him, can't take a picture of him, can't look at him in his eyes, nothing. Like it, takes a, it takes a special kind of asshole to be that way. And that's the problem I have because I'm not going to sit here on this station. Like, I'd rather say that word than mm-hmm. advocate his music and his behavior. Justify the nonsense as he has $100 trillion in the bank. Get the bleep out of here, bro. It's exactly what we don't represent on Slam Radio. Stations that make their money by playing music and, and selling advertising, you, good luck to you. Kids want to listen to Kanye, you can listen to it. They're not going to hear it here because he represents something that's awful, in my opinion. On a much lesser degree, someone who's loved by this whole country, Taylor Swift. How many times have you heard me talk about that, Frank? About every last thing she does. If she passes gas after having three tacos on a Taco Tuesday, we're talking about how it's miraculous how Taylor Swift's fart doesn't smell like anything. And and it's going to be donated to science for research. Like It's so idiotic already what goes around Taylor. But that's a taboo thing because you can't rag on her because the Swifties get mad. I think I found the perfect sound drop for Kanye and for Taylor Swift. Can I hear the Kanye drop? Well, it's both. It's for both of them. Can I hear it? And it's great because it's Britney. It's not even making fun of their music. I think you can clean that up, actually make it a button, right? That, you just played that raw because you're like, you know what? This is perfect. No, it's raw. I queued it up. It came out perfect, but yeah, it's raw. You're going to make Don't it nice. to play it again. No, no, no. You made it nice and round and juicy. And, and you're like when you go to Outback and they come, shameless plug Outback, uh, and they drop in and the steak looks beautiful and it's seared gorgeously uh, and it's perfectly medium or medium well, depending on your taste. Uh, <laughs> getting texts already, don't play with Taylor, bro. See what I mean? And you know, it's funny that we're putting both of them in the same conversation because Kanye has had beef with her with her well, and i did take I her side her, but like kind of like oh i was terrible what he revolving did revolving around her whatever because he did that whole thing that was the, horrible the, uh, the i took Awards. her side that must tell you right there where i stand she she was i felt bad for taylor at that moment awful because she was it was not her fault she that did was when she not was deserve cute, that innocent sweet she i am taylor swift not deserve I, what that guy cute. did to her. i am and i just make little breakup songs that is and exactly I'm not about to, why he's an asshole. that was pre taylor like, that was like when i liked kanye back then until he came out with those rants he's because a it was jerk out of control. for that reason because i don't remember it was right before or right after then he did that entire thing to mike myers live on the whole hurricane katrina relief fund thing 
Remember that he went after George, George Bush, Bush doesn't like black exactly people, hates black people or whatever he said. Unbelievable. So yeah, I, I listen when I took Taylor's side, you know where I stand between these two. But the but Taylor annoys moons ago. But Taylor annoys me differently because Taylor, in all honesty, I can get mad at Taylor, but Taylor's not a bad person like this guy is. Like I think he's a bad person. I don't think he's a good person. I don't think you can gospelize all you want. All right. And by all means, I believe being saved and I understand that you could go down one path and it not work and you find God. That is beautiful. Those stories, those testimonies are gorgeous. I don't share them on Slam Radio because this is not the platform for it. But bet your bottom dollar that I believe in all of that there. But when it seems contrived, when it seems insincere, then I can't deal with the very people who brought him here. Gave me that advice when I started. Be yourself. Be real. Is that, is that garbage that Kanye does real? None of that's real. Now, if we get down to the ditty, and it's he's going bananas because of the woman he's married to, now all of a sudden we're playing Kanye music here. You know how I roll. I don't think that's it, man. I think they're both crazy. Because he was crazy before he hooked They're up both with. nuts. And he's always been about it. For, for not getting to round it off, you got it pretty good. You're good. You, you got a gift. You, you. Forget about it. You? Oh, forget about it. Oh, is that our technical director who's better than you? Frank, you're getting there, bro. You're good. It's a circus around um, around those cats. I, I can't deal with it. And you know what? I'm very sincere about that. From the very time that I was a teenager in New York, I've probably shared this story with you, but maybe not on the air. I go to New York for vacation for a month, and I'm living in the city. And I go, back then, I'm going to date myself, you'd go to these stores, and they have magazines. And say, don't browse the magazines, but everybody, everybody browse the, ma the magazines. Right? Because eventually you're like, you know, I like this one enough, I'm not going to stand here and read it. And you buy it. Well, that was my move to whenever my mom would go somewhere, I'd be like, Mom, magazines. And I would just sit with my brother looking through all the gaming magazines. And, and you know, some people would go overboard with it, but at this point in New York, it's entertainment magazines, whatever. And I'm sitting there going through magazines, and this is the summer of 84. Um, great summer, by the way. So much in the world of entertainment, so much involved, just in general. Like, it's, it's such a great memory to have um, in my childhood and understanding that, how do I say this? You know, that, that I have that as a memory, that it was that, era and that I was in a situation to be a teenager in the city roaming around because God knows my parents would never let me do something like that but I was with my sister and she knew that I needed a little bit of my freedom and um, I thought it was I thought it was really cool to have that liberty to be that kid in New York for a minute and at the time what was really hot um, was a song by a dude that I'll never, I'll never forgive him for big leaguing me. A guy named Joe Jackson. Joe Jackson did a song that was like the bee's knees back that summer. And, and it was called Stepping Out. Let's see if I can get this playing. You remember this song, Frank? Understand, the New Yorkers out of New York for three or four years. Everything about this, the video is in the city. Cabs. He's in his flat in Manhattan playing the freaking piano. You see the skyline. This is everything New York. And I invite you to watch the video. You should see the look on Bree's face right now. So I'm going to leave it on. You have to put it on the report. I'm sorry. Stepping Out by Joe Jackson. 
but it's worthy of the story. This was my favorite song. There was another Jackson that was huge back then. His name is Michael. And as much as I love Michael, this was my this was my tune. Yeah, well, I was a jazzy kid. I like George Benson. I was I was really a unique kind of musical dude. So the song used to bop in my opinion. Okay, so nobody's listening to me sing. I'll leave it in the background. So I'm there in the magazine rack. Swear to God, I see his face in this video. I want to scream. And I'm reading, and I get a magazine of him. He was the thing. And I start flipping through the magazine. And when I go to reach for the magazine, I look to my right. Who's standing next to me? Joe Jackson. Mr. Joe Jackson himself. And this 15-year-old freaked out. But why were you screaming originally? I wasn't screaming. What did I say I was screaming? Oh, I thought you said you were like, you screaming. No, I just, I'm... Looking through magazines is what I said. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. And I look to my right and I see him and I take a double take. And I look at the magazine, Frank. And I look at him. And he looks at me. He says, hello. And then he turns his head and I go, I'm sorry, sir. Aren't you Joe Jackson? As I'm looking at the magazine, he looks at me again. He turns around and he freaking darts out. Like, he just darts out the damn place. Oh, my God. 30-something years, like, I want to have him on the show. I got to tell him this. I've gotten over being mad at him. I'm going to reach out to him. Dude, I was scarred. So angry at this man for doing it. <laughs> he was afraid you made a big deal, and then all of a sudden... I wasn't going to make a big deal because I didn't scream it out loud. He didn't, he didn't know you. I, right next to him, I go, oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, uh, aren't you Joe Jackson? I guess he's like, I'm looking at the magazine, looking at him, like, what is this? <sighs> did you say, oh, my guard, or did you say, oh, my God? Oh, my God. <laughs> Threw the guard in there, just tried to get a New York accent. It didn't come out right. It's like, oh, oh my God. God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It didn't come out right. Yes. Thanks Thanks for pointing that out. I'll make sure to destroy your grammar in the future. It won't be long. Thanks, vocabulary. Yeah. That's what he calls me now, vocabulary. See? Stay tuned. It's time to come. Oh, God. <laughs> this is the best part of the song, right? When I woke up this morning, the last thing I thought is I'd be playing Stepping Out. Actually, I sort of did. But... He had a strut. He puts on that overcoat at the end, and he's walking down the street. And homies just got this mad-ass strut. It's a New York strut. You got to see the video, dog. Straight up. Maybe as a New Yorker, I'm the only one that really gets it. That whole New York strut going. So whatever. Scarred that that guy big leagued me. Pissed off. Makes me mad. Wouldn't you be mad? No, you wouldn't care somebody from BTS big leagued you there, young lady who I've gone and traveled and been around the world and I, I, I to see your BTSers. You're going to tell me that if one of your BTSers big leagued you, you wouldn't be upset? No, because I know that um, fans would automatically, if they see them, crowd them. 
So if they crowd them, like there goes their privacy or their freedom to even I'm walk. Calling out on BS right I now. I'm calling her out on BS. She doesn't. She's not used to getting ragged on. She's an adult now, so now no holds barred. She's in trouble. As much, Sorry, mom. As much I'm not as taking it easy on her now. Listen, to this. I object. All right, and I took the mic away. As much as I've said that, like one of my biggest dreams would be to like battle Eminem because I would love to hear his diss track to me. At the same time, I would hate to meet Eminem because if he if he big leagued me, I I don't know how I would. Feel. I would I'd rather he diss me than big league me. Yes, I'd be crushed. So the the roast master himself, Jeffrey Ross, which is another guy. If we reach out to him, he'll remember and he'll come out on the show. I'll never forgive my wife. I've said this to you before. He invited me to one of his shows, and I was gonna get roasted by him. Straight up, get roasted by him. Wife wanted no part of it. Didn't think it was funny. Why? Come on. The, the biggest thing is you got to make fun of yourself. You got to be okay with it. Like, people get too she sensitive. Be like, how dare they say that about me? No. So she didn't want to go with me and wasn't happy if I went alone. Those it are, worked out bad. She on in school, didn't she? She, my wife, is very typical of, of Cuban ladies. They're good addition. They ain't good at taking. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. So they like to poke fun until they get poked fun at. Sounds like my mother. It doesn't work. Right. They don't like it. The person who's responsible for the 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 male version of what connects in the chromosomes that makes a human being. My biological father, you you couldn't. He loved to be a smart, an intellectual smartass. He would he would cross his legs and tell you very matter of factly something that was akin of saying bleep you in the nicest way possible Not because he bad. thought he was smarter than you. But the moment you got him back, which was my my big issue with him was. Like many kids have with their parents, is they don't buy their bullshit. Sorry. There was no way I was going to sugarcoat that one. I had to let that one rip. Sorry. No, you're good. Mine, that was the complete opposite. And also, he would get this intelligence, and I look at him and go, I, I, I mean, I can remember one time as a teenager, my dad doing something like that, and me straight up looking at him and going, You're an asshole, and turning around and walking away from him. <laughs> And I think that's the reason I don't get along with them. I'm the person who really said, stop. Yeah, that's too much. I'm not buying your BS. You're taking yourself too seriously. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm, not talking, I'm not talking about so, God. But I'm this talking is about that personality. But this comes wrap around because we started talking about Kanye and all of this. Mm -hmm. We're talking about getting big league, right? And I've brought it around full circle. I went somewhere I didn't want to go, but I go off on tangents at times. But when somebody thinks they're smarter than you, which was the point. This is where I definitely was going with Kanye. Thinks they're better than you. And this associates to things in all of our lives and my life as well. And it happens all the time in my life. It happened recently. You, that's toxic behavior. So like anybody around a guy like Kanye is going to ingest the toxicity that he emanates. Have you ever been around someone who's positive and you're like, man, I get such a positive vibe around this oh, person. Oh, yeah. God rest Zig Ziglar's soul. I went to see Zig Ziglar three times. Zig was older than dirt when I went to see him, all right? And I would leave there ready to run through a wall. He was in his 70s, and he would be doing these presentations, and I wanted to just do backflips on my way to different appointments. And you became a sales machine after Zig got through with you. Those are people that when you're around them. Do you remember when we met Joel Osteen at Radio Row, Frank? Yes, I'll never forget. Did you remember my reaction? This, you, I don't know how to say I sighed three different times. Like if... I know he's a human being. He's not Jesus Christ. I totally get it. But if you know me, you know that I really am not the dude that likes to walk into the brick and mortar church. I'll do it 15, 20 times a year. 15, 20 Sundays a year I do. 
it's football season, it's going to be hard to get me there. I'm very honest. Um, a lot of times, it comes through that guy. And, oh, the TV evangelist. Okay, I met him. I got everything I needed to get from him. That vibe, the invite. When all this goes away, I'm buying four plane tickets to Houston and I'm going. There's no way, but you're going to put me as a VIP in the front as your guest? Of course I'm going. Mm -hmm. No questions asked, I'm going. But when you're around that dude, what do you feel? You feel positivity. You feel great. How do we feel around Bernard Hopkins, bro? Super energetic. A lot of, like, Oz. I want you, I'm going to, before I actually start this, I'm doing this in a horrible way on live radio. But make sure we capture what I'm about to say. Because I want him to receive this. Him being Bernard Hopkins. I want to, on behalf of Slam Radio, send out a lot of love to B-Hop, to Bernard Hopkins. Bernard, I know that you're going through a tough one right now, brother. Losing a father is not the easiest thing in the world. And I know you recently, in the past few days, you lost your dad. You energized us as we left Radio Row that Thursday, uh, Thursday morning with your presence on the stage. You were the final guest we had in two days on Radio Row. And in 15 years on radio, that was the most special day I ever had on radio. I had you and Rob Mendez. Rob Mendez, I didn't expect to get him. We tried to get him. And I knew that if we got him, I would be overwhelmed because I love that man and love what he represented. But the biggest surprise for me was you coming on my set, talking to our students the way you did and showing them that the battle bruises of life sometimes are tough to swallow, but serve as a roadmap for the future generation. And you have no problem laying that roadmap down. You, sir, impressed everyone on that stage. You impressed my principal. You impressed everyone that day with your demeanor. We love you here at Slam Radio. And from the bottom of our hearts, all the condolences to you and your family and the loss of your old man. I know that he meant a lot to you. So I just wanted to give you that shout out. Back to what I was saying, Frank. That man oozed positivity. You're around people like that. You get that. Let's not BS. We don't get starstruck easily. At least I don't. Tell me talking to Tua didn't make you smile. Yeah, it did. Having a conversation with Tua Tungavailoa made you smile. Because we got the real side of him. Because after he, after he let that wall down, thinking that we were after him. We didn't even ask him for a picture. I think you got a picture, right? No, I didn't ask him for a picture. We're not, I didn't want to. All I didn't want to go there. Sound. And we didn't realize Lee Sterling was standing right there. Right. All we wanted was a sound. That's all we wanted. And at the end of the day, we wanted to just yuck it up a little with him. Right. And he was awesome. Tomorrow we call the Dolphins. Let two know Slam Radio wants to talk to him. I guarantee you, come on. But what a positive thing. We met <laughs> Mad Dog Russo. Are you kidding? How, how did that guy make everyone around him feel? Like they were King Kong. The worst thing you can do when you have that kind of pull is to big league someone. It's a bad look, guys. It's nasty. It's ugly. So my whole thing, I go back to Joe Jackson. Maybe that doesn't happen to me, and I don't give a rat's ass about Kanye walking around here not wanting anybody to look at him in the eyes. But I'm an old man, bro. I'm older than Kanye. And I don't care about his bank full of money. I put on my pants the same way he does. One leg at a time. He is not better than me. So... You move mountains through your music and, and, and whatever, man. You have a gift. There's no doubt that you're talented. I'm not even disputing that. But I think it's misguided when you, you become this thing. At some point, sir, 
Mr. West, you were someone that was likable. You were someone that was loved. You were someone that was appreciated yeah, buddy. by the people around you. And that's how you got lifted. Yeah, buddy. Very few people make it just on talent. Because if you suck as a person, it ain't happening. And sir, I, I have no other way of saying it, but I wish to God that you could go back and remember who you were and who you really are. Yeah, buddy. And go back to giving us that music. I want old Kanye back. That's what I want. We'll be jiving and go, oh, wow. Songs, songs like that, when he used to have like his, like the song that he spit out when he had his jaw wired shut, like not be, that we want your, wire, your jaw wired shut, but that was a good tune. You know, like that was good music. Those were those were songs that you can get that you can associate with, that you can go along with. I'll go one step further. You want me to lose my bad taste in my mouth about Taylor Swift? How much you want to bet Taylor doesn't big league us because it's about kids? Okay. We gotta well, get I think the we have a better we gotta get there. we gotta get the right angle to it and hit up the her people. And, and and it may not be an overnight thing. Not like we got Brian yesterday to talk about the cutout, right? Was that his name, Brian, right? Brian, yeah. Guy's a trip, by the way. But I get a feeling if we strike a chord with someone, show them that we've been featured on the very Good Morning America that loves her more than anyone in America. You never know. So even in that realm where I make fun of Taylor, at some point I got to pull back on some stuff here. And realize who the real villains are. And if you don't like me for saying that about Kanye, so be it. But even I, a Christian man, can forgive Kanye for his, I don't know, his wrong path, his, his bad example. You don't need to raise my kids. I got them raised. <laughs> Just raise them without them listening to you. That's all it is. I'm not a, this notion that these people are such legends in their mind, and God bless them, he is a talented artist. There is no doubt about it. But my kids can live their entire life without listening to one note of your music, man. You do not move the mountains you think you do. All of these guys got it wrong. They got it all wrong. And they all kind of fall on the same path. They become their own legends and they, they're too big for their own britches. All of them. And I don't want to offend, but all of them. The ones we like, the ones we don't like, they all do it. They all have done it. Even M. And then M had to... Tone it back, bring it back. Now M is, but M's a legend. But these guys, they lose their mind. Is it the money? I don't know. But the ones that stay grounded and don't big league you? Bro, could, could, could Jason Derulo have hugged more people when he came here? He was cool. He was he's, cool. Not a, he's not a superstar? Really? He's not a star? He took a cool. picture with everybody. Phenomenal. So, like, and that's that, the thing when a lot of these superstars come through here, that happens. Like, not what Derulo, well, not what happened with Derulo. Like, they pick up, they go, and you have no opportunity. No, no, guys, we got to go, we got to go. And they shut everybody down. Not us, but even the students. Jason's like, no, I'm going to take a picture of everybody. Let's not even go too far. Damn it, bro. Mondi is the best at this. He actually is almost a little, he goes, I come to slam, it's like no big deal anymore. He says it in some of his things. He makes fun of it. The kids already used to see me. It's not like a big deal anymore. Well, you are a big deal, man. You really are. Like, it's just nobody wants to annoy you and have the same effect. Like, if this is your home and this school, the school that Pitt built, right? For whatever it's worth, I'm sure a lot of people get mad at me saying that. Because guys like Alex Tawano and Ray Bredo and others and Fernando Zulueta and Rene Ruiz are very responsible for building this. But we call it that. Then if you're in your house, you don't want to be hounded in your house.
You want to be comfy. I always go to that story where he's coming out of the elevator. I'm walking out of the bathroom. Monday, like if I saw you, like if I saw, like if I saw, you know, Miss Bassan, or if I saw, you know, anybody. It didn't matter. He was almost surprised. Oi! And then I had to turn back around. And go, oh, what's up, bro? No, I just because at that point, like you don't gawk at it, and you want him to be comfortable in the space. When the hell has Pitt ever big leagued anyone in this building? Never. Never. In fact, remember, I came at him with a FaceTime call, and he goes, yeah, absolutely. I did that to him. I did that to him almost a year ago. I did that to him with the kids. He, oh, and, and you've seen him because he, when he comes in here, and no woke he looks for us. He doesn't uh, walk away on the country. He has people around him that have to keep him directed because he's famous for just engaging everybody. He's a man of the people. Got something to learn from him, Kanye. Wasn't that day Tony Robbins here too? Yes. He's got maybe Tony can really get to him and talk to him. I can't imagine at the core of it all that Kanye's a bad person. Maybe he is. He acts like one. I don't find I mean, I'm not calling him a criminal. I'm just calling him somebody who, at the core of everything, is not a good person. You can be a jackass to a kid, like you're an idiot. I'd rather your handlers pulling you away, making you look bad. Right. And by the way, that's what they get paid for. Mm-hmm. They understand that role. And they don't mind people saying, oh, what a jackass that person was. No, that's as long as it's not Kanye. Right. Well, let's keep it. I mean, let's keep it. Let's keep it 100, bro. You know, hey, make sure you don't videotape him, Larry. Because he doesn't like to be videotaped. Except the guy that's walking around videotaping. But I was about to bring that up. That was like yeah. a series of unfortunate events that gave us an awful taste in our mouth with Kanye. But it changed. It, came, it went with that to the whole jail thing to all that stuff, you know? It changed how we did business at Slam Radio when they come through. Oh, who's coming? Great. Tell them to come through. We're here. Mm-hmm. I ain't stopping business for them. I got the radio station. I got the... And Kanye's lucky we weren't open. We were two months away from opening when Kanye came through. Let Kanye come in here in the middle of a broadcast and come to try the bleep out of you. You crazy? You're not bigger than this stuff, man. My money doesn't depend on what you do. And by the way, it was a perfect example to give the kids. We earned a lot of their respect because they felt, they were curmudgeoned, they felt slighted, they were pissed. They were pissed. Don't let Brianna tell you she understands if BTS blows her off. I think she was here that day and she wasn't all too happy. All over the news that the guy was here and the guy walked in front of us and wouldn't talk to us. Are you kidding? I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that. It was an opportunity to engage our students. You're in our building. You're in my house, bro. And the You're reason, in our house. And the reason why he was here was because he was in discussion to possibly open a slam in Chicago. Yeah. So you're in discussions to opening a school in Chicago, but you can't engage a couple of the students that are here in Miami, the house that you're visiting. Figure out what it is slam is about by talking to your kids. And we had a good group that were ready for it. We did. We had a great I'm group. done hiding it. I'm not going to keep quiet about it. I'm not breaking any rules. And I went late. I'm sorry, executive producer. Yo cojo roña con el caña este, bro. A mí se me sube la bilirubina, no, no la bilirubina, me, me pongo, bro, y me enciendo, man, ese tipo, ¿qué se cree, man? Al fin del día, ¿qué le pasa a ese hombre que él piensa que él es tanto mejor que tú, tanto mejor que yo? Él no es tanto mejor que nadie, bro. No me importa, 100 millones, 200 millones, a mí no me importa el dinero que tenga en el banco. Él es hombre como soy hombre yo, me pongo los pantalones igual que él. Él no es tan gran cosa. Es lo que es más, es más, en mi opinión, es poco hombre por lo que lo, por lo que le hizo a los chamacos. 
Los chamacos vienen primero. Ponle atención. No me hables a mí. Yo no tengo ganas de hablar contigo. Habla con los chamacos, brother. Por favor. Tú me entiendes lo que te estoy diciendo. Eso fue para la gente que no entienden lo que yo estaba diciendo en inglés, para que lo entiendan bien. And those who don't understand, don't hear me English, they go, wow, he's saying it different in Spanish. Arranque, que se arranque, ¿verdad? Tipo es tremendo aladoso, de primera clase. A mí no me gustan los alardes. ¿De cuándo acá a mí me gustan los alardes, Frank? En mi vida, cuando a ti te gustan los alardes. No, me gusta no, 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 Deja el alarde, por favor. Ay, stop my toe. Ay, por favor, deja el alarde. Este tipo es más alardoso que este. Entonces, él está en el carro hablando con... Ellos no tienen tints. Y la cámara tiene un close-up of Kanye. Really, bro? And he looks into the camera. Really, Bobo? Really? No, ¿qué es eso? So, the kids couldn't look at you. The kids weren't allowed to look at you. Pero para eso, eso tú, tú puedes dar el show, ¿Verdad? Ay, por favor, bro, bro, eso es poco hombre ese tipo, brother. Listen, Pitt comes and his car's tinted out that he's pulled in front of me and I'm like, throw my hands up and I'm like, now what? Blocking my way, all of a sudden the door opens and it's Pitt, hey! And I'm like, hey, what's up? Pero he doesn't want to be seen. There's the spotlight's not on him. People that drive Ferraris, Lamborghinis, all these nice fancy cars, notice they never have tints. It's because they want everybody to see them driving these badass fancy cars. And Kanye has the same kind of deal. El otro que vino para acá, eh, what's this guy's name? Uh, Five foot nothing. What's his name, bro? Oh, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, that guy. Please, bro. But at least he stepped in a room. Because I can't even knock him the way I knock Kanye. Because at least he stepped in a room. I took advantage. He did take advantage. But we had him two, yeah, had the kids did. two hours. He right. We went out to take a picture with him. He took a group picture, talked for 12 seconds and left. Like, don't do that. We, I noticed those things don't happen anymore. Mm hmm I said, no, they can come. We're busy. We, we got a radio station to run. If they want to be marveled, let them come through. Not stopping business for them. That's it. I, I don't mean to be a jerk. I'm not, you know, I'm not a keeper of anything that I'm no, keeping. I, These doors are open. You know how many visitors we would get before COVID? On a daily basis, on a weekly basis? To the point we were already thinking about having a sign-in sheet. This is how many people were coming through. We needed to know who's coming through. Yeah. That's how many people were just walking in and out. Come on, man. Don't look at me. I'm sorry. And I know I went long break. This guy pisses me off, bro. A lot of sports to get to. I'll get to that. I have enough time to get to it. But this guy, he pisses me off, Frank. He sets me off, man. Do you remember Chubb Rock? 1990, Chubb Rock jumps upon the scene with a lean and a pocket full of green. The green never symbolized I made it on the top. But RoboCop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that song. There's a line in that song. Oh, gosh. I'm going to find the line. I'm going to find the line in that song. There's a line in that song where he talks about uh, signing an autograph, you might make a new friend. And he's talking about how those are the ones that pay your bills. Like, I don't know, man. What? Tiger Woods had a big deal with signing autographs because he would never sign somebody's autograph because his deal was or his, his line of defense was, oh, they're going to make money off of my autograph. Imagine the thought of that, bro. So he would never sign anybody's autograph. But in theory, I don't need an autograph. I need a hello. I want a picture with you, dude. That's what I want. Hey, can I take the, a picture with you? The picture's the new autograph, though. See? The picture didn't exist back then when we used to find people. But, hey, can I get your autograph or something like that? Like, I have Donald. napkins of Zach Thomas signing and stuff. That doesn't mean anything. All that has just personal value to me. That's it. I went after Devin Hester. I got my jersey signed. Do I, you think I care about the jersey signed? No. What I care about it was the interaction that I had with him and me telling him that he was going to take the opening kickoff to the house at the Super Bowl. Which he looked at me like if I was absolutely nuts, and he did it. He did it. So that interaction have you like tried, was worth a million bucks. Have you tried to reach out to him? No, I haven't, to be honest. You really should. 
not me, not, you're the one that needs to reach out to them. You need to go, you have to write it out, you have to write it, it's got to be a paragraph. You know, I'm a big fan of yours, this is, I, you have to preface, I work here, I had an encounter with you before the Super Bowl in Miami, and you, you don't think that guy's going to remember running into you? Because it's such, a, it was such a poignant thing, and it was one-on-one, -on -one. there was nobody, it was just the two of you. Yeah. I caught him. I've always told you that when he's running and he looks up at himself, that somewhere in a split second, maybe between the 40 and the 20 yard line, somewhere, he thought of you. He has to have. Holy bleep, this kid told me I was going to do this. He's like, I don't believe this kid said I was going to do this and I did this. <laughs> because it, it's such a unique thing to say. I'm sure he ran into hundreds and thousands of fans. How many do you think told him he was going to take the opening kickoff to the house? Probably no one. Maybe another Canes fan because he did it against the Gator. Oh, I love going long for the right reason. I had my Devin Hester Hurricane jersey on underneath my Devin Hester Chicago Bears jersey. I asked him, I was like, can you sign my jersey? He goes, sure. I took the jersey off, right? <laughs> After he signed it, because the signature's a little sloppy, he's like, you should have just left the jersey on. I go, I know, but I wanted you to see my Devin Hester <laughs> UM jersey. So I wanted you to see that I was a real deal, and I'm not just one of these schmucks. I was just like, oh, Devin Hester, Devin Hester. So he signs it. I go, by the way, you're going to take the opening kickoff to the house. <laughs> So the two jersey thing is as unique as anything. If you didn't tell him that, he might remember. That's the dude in Miami that had both of my jerseys on at the same time. He's going to remember you. You need to reach out to him. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do it. Is he tied to a team or is he officially retired at this point? He's officially retired. So how do you get in touch with Devin? You're going to have to do it through Instagram. I'm it's going to have to be the gram. Throw a pebble into a pond well, and hope that the ripple gets to him. If it. you send it to me, I'll make sure I find a way to get it to him on the other side. You need to hit him up direct. You and know I, who? I, I'm going to hit up Cole. Cole might know Cole him. might know. That, he needs to know that. That's a funny enough story that he has to come on, and that's when I shut up and you conduct that, baby. That's you and him, baby. I'll sit back and laugh at that one. That's a funny story. That's one of your best stories. That's and you've just underplayed it, but you underplay it all the time. I, I, I underplay everything. Including when I go nine minutes late and I should have gone to break a long time ago, right? And my two technical people looking at me nodding like I'm a bad She's boy. screaming at me. I'm the one just talking to you. I'm the middleman here. Yeah, well. You know, when I get on Kanye, that's when all rules are out the window. Or in that case, out of the jail, because we're in jail here. In fact, I should have low-key turned on the microphone so you can hear like all the chatter back here of how late you are. She'll live. I know she likes to have things in order. There's no order in the summer. It's not like people in the series, um, you're, you're, you're six minutes late for break. <laughs> we're going to be all right if I go a little long. It's not the worst thing in the world. When we come back from break, we'll talk a little sports, do a little music, and get back to things that are important. Notice I said important. The Astros won. They are now 3-1, and one, Frank. So are my A's. <laughs> I'm not ready to talk hoops. I want to talk some baseball. Because everything was Marlins yesterday and no baseball. I want to talk baseball. There was a lot of baseball to talk. People hitting home runs, extra inning ball games. It's, it's, I love it. The smell of freshly cut grass. I've used the spring morning joke way too often, especially now that it's almost August 1. We'll be back on the other side. We're doing what we love to do. Hablar mucha basura. Oh, we'll get to some entertainment. We'll get to a little entertainment news. You don't think? We've been talking entertainment news for the last 40 minutes. So, so you want to talk sports? We can talk sports. We can talk more entertainment news. What else you got up your sleeve?
Ah. You got more ragging to do on celebrities? You know me. You know me. When I let them have it, I let them have it. This is fun. By the way, so um, the next time that you have something to say and you want to, like, call my wife out, she's 100% game because I told her that we were going to call you, and I'm like, I would have been there. I would have defended her. I'm happy for her. She's a Swifty? Um, what's up? Your wife is a Swifty? No, remember the Devi Lamato that you were going to ask oh, her? De- oh, the Milovato. The whole engagement thing. Whatever. I'm happy for her. Well, I'm happy. good. And well, they well, can well, see well. how beautiful the ring is. I was like, okay. oh, that stuff was done on purpose. Listen, you want to know what? I have a perfect example. Get ready to press the whistle. It's not going to take me long to make my point to your wife. <laughs> God willing, I don't get a sty for this one. Good. A preemptive all right? whistle. That's all we need around here. All right. Demi Lovato, contrived. You want to know what's not contrived? Shout out to Aspect Mendoza for doing that stuff the right way. Aspect got on a boat. The sun is setting a beautiful Sunday afternoon. And he didn't even do the knee. He talked to his woman because you could tell he was telling her from the bottom of his heart. And and then you put up the sound. It is one of the most. Bro, I had to text him and say, hey, I got to be honest with you. You made me cry. Because her reaction to what he had just done showed A, it was unexpected, and B, it was the biggest day of her life at that moment because she felt like she got her man. I, I, don't, I have never, bro, been moved like that. I, my friends have been unique about asking their girls to marry. Hot air balloons, zip line. Like, I've heard it all, dude. Miami Heat games, I've, I've seen it and heard it all. And the simple nature of having the backdrop of that gorgeous sunset. And this man being just candid and real with his woman. And his woman with the tone in it where I love you so much, baby. Is this really happening? Oh, my God. It was so sweet. So I'm sorry, Jen. That warms my heart. The BS the Demi did that was a freaking staged photo shoot. To me, it's what Hollywood's wrong with Hollywood, guys. It's exact. I want someone who's real. Then you get a kid like Shawn Mendes who's real, and they don't want real. And even then, I saw Chotea un poquito. The whole thing with Camila and the, you know, I got it. You got to promote yourself. I totally get the business. But sometimes you can do it without being that way. I'm very happy for them. Everybody deserves to be in love, and everybody deserves to be loved. And she had a tough go at it. I wasn't even coming close to making fun of that. But it does seem like every there's always a new cycle having to do with her. It's not her fault she's popular. I think that popular stuff's pushed a little bit. Remember, there's people in the background that are PR, agents, etc., who, who push the envelope to get these people to talk about it. There's no mistake about that. So I'm just saying, but you know what? I will give in in that. Like, everyone deserves that kind of love. So God bless her, and, and I wish her all the best. I just hate the contrived nature that the entertainment business brings to some of this stuff. You want real? Go to Aspect Mendoza's. I think he's private. You don't have to be able to see it. I don't know if he wants wants that undue attention. The bottom line is our boy Aspect did it the way a real man does it. And that woman could not be any happier. And by the way, when they got back to land in a very properly socially distanced party amongst the family, they were waiting to celebrate. And that was what was fun to see is that they were all really apart and she, it was a celebration that she got engaged, which is what this usually is all about. Like, they did it so nice that I, that's a forever memory. Okay. At least it wasn't a contrived photo shoot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no doubt. There, I spoke my piece. Hmm. Now I'm really late. Can we go to break now? Is that what you want? That's what she wants. To, to think that we started and I said, well, we'll play a little music and I haven't shut up. 
Today is Tuesday, T-Mobile Tuesday. I know I'm not allowed to do that, but I love T-Mobile. You can still get that free MLB TV and The Athletic. You're still up for it for another few days, right, Frank? I think so. So if you're a T-Mobile user, do it. You're sleeping if you haven't done it. Yeah, yeah. You told me about it. I got it. We're good. Oh, okay. I was talking to you right oh, now. Oh, yeah, you know, I did. I did it. I did it when you told me. Every year. Did you know the Blue Jays, their one through four hitters the other day, were all offspring of former major leaguers? Four, they have four now? They have four, and they were all four, I believe, infielders. And they all hit one, two, three, four in the lineup. Well, they have Holiday, but he's a pitcher. But they have Bichette. They have Guerrero. Guerrero. They have um, Biggio. Oh, my God. And they have, the, I forgot the other kid they have. The other one's a little more that I didn't know. But, yeah. We'll talk about some of that stuff on the other side. We've got an eternity of show to do still. We're going to have a good time with that. Remember today, 11 o'clock, the youth. It's the best show on the station. Little front page 305 today at 12, right? Hosting today. I'm sorry? I was trying to play a joke on Bree, and she caught me. I go, yeah, Bree told me she's hosting today. Oh, But it was damn. supposed to be just for her, and she, she's looking at me now like, what? Yeah, well, she got that fear, <laughs> like, uh, the fear look in her eyes. All right. Other side, we do what we do best. Hablar basura. Remembering Regis Philbin tonight, they're going to do, uh, do a little something on his behalf. I think all should watch. His career was beautiful. What a great man. We'll be missed. Good morning, amigo. Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. We'll be back. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM Channel 145. The views and opinions expressed on Good Morning Amigo are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.